From Baltimore, Maryland, this is The Stoop Sessions, a One Hope podcast. Join us for conversations about ministry on The Stoop. Learn more about our work at www.onehope.gives. Can you hear me now? I can hear you. You're bright. You're bright. You got the light shining on me. I know. It's like, where were you yesterday at? You can always find me at my house. I mean, that's where I'm at. We're on on the stoop now. We are on the stoop. That's right. I'm not on the stoop today. It's rainy, <laughs> but we on the perpetual stoop. That's right. Um, I uh, I saw a tweet um, that Shy was at a hotel. Oh yeah. Um, Shy Lynn, some hotel mm-hmm. in Sacramento. I hope I have a better like ending of the story because it's not <laughs> sketchy. But anyway, he said he was playing chess with a random friend, and chess? the comes in chess, which you know. like. Yeah, I'm not really that good, but I like playing it because I, I want to learn strategy. I saw you play it at a party, and I'm like, this yeah. is the introvert to dream. That's right. Talking to one person. <laughs> That's in right. the corner that's you know right. I don't know what that's like because ADHD don't let me be great but so he said he was playing chess and some dude walks up and he's like yo can I play with you and he's like yeah yeah for sure and then he said he realized after minutes that he looked up and it was Riza from the are weekend are you serious yeah Steph, oh my and goodness. then he said yo mad loud <laughs> and then they just kept playing in silence the Riza. The RZA. So I don't. I I grew up on the Wu Tang Clan, but I was so young that I can't remember all the like. You know I what I mean? All of them, sir. But I know. I used to play Man. the game on my Sega Genesis. Yeah. You remember Man. the game? But oh anyway. My so my. I guess it's like, man, who? As you know, we're talking about evangelism today, and mm-hmm. I'm just thinking like, Shy staring at this dude like. You know, Shy probably don't think of himself as like a lyrical genius. Yeah. But but he, we, he we really would. Is, though. We yeah. would. I was almost sobbing to Penelope Judd today. Um, I know people were like, maybe that's not Shy's like best. Right. Uh, no, it was. It is. It hits stories. Anyway, who would you want to play chess with? Um, if you could, if you could run into anybody, one person. share the gospel. Yeah, one person. That to share the gospel. With? Yeah, man. Like, you know who? Who? I would probably say there's so many people, but my favorite artist of all time, Nasir Jones. I don't think yeah. I knew Nas's real name. That's right. Wow. That's it. N-A-S-I-R. That's right. Huh. All right. That's dope. Who would I play chess with? You know, for a while, I was praying for Gucci Man for a long time. It was <laughs> the Gucci East Man Atlanta, Little Santa. Wayne. Yeah. You know, That's I don't right. even know too much. About, I stopped listening to, like, mainstream rap by the time they started coming out, so I don't know nothing. <laughs> um, but I don't know why I was, like, so burdened for him and Little Wayne at one point. Yeah. So I don't know if they'd have, like... If they'd want to play chess with me, right. but they're who I think of. I genuinely I, I pray for them because I think they um they have influence. I just wish they leveraged it in a yeah. godly way. That's right. And I think they 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 have a desire to leverage it some way. Yeah. So I, I guess that's the first top two people that br- jumped into my head. Um, but I guess we can talk about yeah. people we do know. But that's I just right. thought that was interesting. You never know when you're gonna be in a hotel room and that's right. Um, come out of that hotel room, decide I want to play chess and be staring at Rizzo. That's crazy. Music. Like I can't believe that's an amazing yeah. story. I'm surprised Shy kept playing. I've been like, yo, I can't get Yeah, I know. <laughs> Let's I just do a cipher real yeah. quick. <laughs> I'm going to get murdered on this cipher. But anyway, oh, um for anyone who's still with us, we're on the stoop. And that's my right. name is Stephanie Greer. And I'm Eric Hill. And today we're talking about personal evangelism. So we evangelism. spoke about it on our last episode, but I thought, you know, um, it's just an opportunity for us to even think back to our own testimonies. And yeah. uh, they look different for both you and I, right? That's right. And yeah. so I guess my first question is like, what is 
your story of personal evangelism. So who sat down? Did anyone sit down? How'd you hear the gospel? Yeah. So, cousin, who's a pastor now? We were, like, close growing up, but then, like, as we got older, kind of, like, middle school, high school years, kind of, like, went different ways because mm-hmm. I really wasn't going to church. Mm. And he Is was that still, what did it? Yeah. Kinda? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I started started going back to church when I had my first kid, um, Ayana, and I just ended up at my uncle's church where, you know, he's he just became a minister at the time, a cousin. Mm-hmm. And it's just like our relationship just, you know, just kind of like picked up where it left yeah. off. And before I knew it, it was just like every Friday night I was at his house for Bible study. Just showing up. And it was just, yeah, just showing up. It's like he invited me over one one Friday. And it was just like after that first encounter mm. of us just opening up the word, I don't know, it's just something that just kept making me like want to come back. And it was just like every Friday, whereas before I would spend my time like in the club, just not at somebody's house opening up the yeah, Bible just on the a Friday scripture. night. Yeah. yeah, just for like... That just was, and at the time, you would have said CJ had no idea what he's doing. He's just like, whatever, we're just gonna go through the Bible study. Just, just going through it, yeah. Going Do you through remember it. what it was that drew you? Was um, it like what he was going through, or was it just? What so was I it? remember we were kind of like I think we were like going through election. I remember going through like Ephesians, going through Romans, and he was a Christian at this time, of course. But you know, I wasn't. And man, it was just like. He just made it so clear yeah. for me, like the way that he, you know, he taught. And of course, I know like it was the work of the Holy yeah, Spirit. Yeah, of course. But yeah, it was just something, man, like my eyes, just through those studies, my eyes began to be open yeah. to the truth about who God was. And before growing up, so I kind of understood like who Jesus was mm-hmm. and all that stuff, but I really never understood how what he did applied to yeah. me. That's and it good. was through those studies of us just like walking through the Bible. And then, you know, he would like give me sermons to listen to and stuff like that. You yeah. know, introduce me to all of these reformed yeah, preachers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just like, oh, so this actually applies to me. Yeah. And it was just been like. been given everything for, yeah. for godliness. And yeah, bonds. so it was just like over time, I'm like, okay, like this is this is for me. And, you know, slowly but surely, like God opened my eyes and turned from my sins. Yeah. Put my trust in Christ, and I've been following him. Just ever walking since. after Jesus, yeah. yep. just step by step being yeah. held. And yep. so, like one, your cousin was just available, so that was just practical, yeah, exactly. And then, did yeah. that open up any opportunities? Like you were seeing him on Friday, but was that opening up any other opportunities? Of like, I want, uh, I'm, I'm thinking about the gospel pastors Bible study. Yeah, like so, man, it was so every time we would see each other in church, like on Sundays yeah. or whenever we had service. After service, we would just be talking for hours. Yeah. Just about just different things. Man. Maybe a sermon we listened to or um, something we read. And we were just always just just pouring into each other. Yeah. yeah. And then would you would you say you know a date or a time of like, this is my conversion? I think I went to see him preach. He was mm-hmm. preaching out at a different church. Yeah. And I remember him preaching a sermon uh, from Ecclesiastes. I think it was like Ecclesiastes chapter 12, like yeah. the, the very last chapter. So it was one of those sermons that stuck out, and then he preached a sermon on Romans 7. And I remember one day, I think I was listening, I was actually listening to a sermon on Romans 7. It was like a recording. And I was just like in the house by myself, 
listening to it. And I don't know, it was just like, man, like, I just felt like transformed. Yeah. It was just, I couldn't explain it. Yeah. It was just like, I really believe these things. Yeah, in like an I'm, instant. Yeah, and I'm just like, I'm seeing things through like a different lens that I didn't yeah. see before. The Holy Spirit's work, yeah, of course. Yeah, it was, it was like, it was almost like, up until that point, I was just walking around in complete darkness, but then one day somebody turned the lights on. That sounds like a hymn and a I'm scripture. I'm telling you, like for real, I'm telling like, There you imprisoned body lay. Yep, that's right. Lord. <laughs> that's right. That's a whole other, he's like, are we Wesleyan? <laughs> no, I, it is good to hear that because, and, and we don't want to be vague, like the gospel yeah. that you heard, what was spoken with clarity? Like, because there's a lot of misconceptions on what the gospel is. Did you grow up with misconceptions, one? Like, yeah, yeah. what was it about the clarity of the gospel that gripped, you know, a yeah. cool dude on the east side of Baltimore <laughs> with, a, with a one-year-old plus daughter <laughs> trying to make it work? Like, what, what, what right. was that that felt like, what, me? Like, yeah, you could yeah. see me? So, one, the fact that, like, I stood guilty mm. before a holy God. So, you know, growing up, I was always, like, a, a pretty good kid. Like, you know, I didn't get in trouble as far as, like, going to prison or anything like that. Yeah. But, like, I knew that, like, I was guilty. That, like, I had my skeletons. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And when, like, through those Bible studies, I was able to, it was like the light was shed mm -hmm. on me, like, in my heart. The yeah. things that, like, I struggled with. Yeah. And I was just able to see, like, wow, like, I'm really guilty before God, and there's nothing that I can do yeah. to, like, remedy the, situa to yeah. remedy, uh, the situation. Yeah. Like, I couldn't fix it at all by yeah. my own works. I couldn't just, like, stop doing stuff and just, like, all right. Even, like, just going to church, doing religious stuff, like, this is not mm -hmm. going to, like, I still, change. I'm left in my yeah. filth at the end I'm, of the day. I'm still, and it's just, like, So it's almost right. like you're walking us through the acknowledgement of God as creator, perfect, good, right. holy, desired relationship with us, and then now you as man saying, I really am guilty. That's right. Yeah. And there's nothing I can do about it to absolve myself before a holy God. If God is holy, then That's right. I'm stuck. Yeah, but right. then we didn't stop there. Of course, like, yeah. all right, he showed me the the, the solution. And yeah. that was to 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 turn and uh turn and turn from my sins and trust yeah. in Jesus. Obviously a fruit of that, you know, I think of Matthew twenty eight, like go therefore and make yeah. disciples. Yeah. So obviously it had been some time, but what did it look like uh for your own pursuit of disciple making? Yeah. Through the through the Lord's help. Um oh so I remember like, you know, when you first become a Christian, like you just like yeah, yeah. Excited, like, all right, who can I share this yeah, great this news? Is so good that I just received. Like, I can't just yeah. keep this to myself. Like, this is this is a wonderful thing. Yeah. And man, it was just like God really put uh, my mom on my heart mm. because, like, I knew she wasn't a Christian. Yeah, at the time, and but for the longest time, I was just fearful of like, all right, what would my mother think of me if I asked her? Let's you know, let's like have Bible study. Yeah. So for a long time, I didn't even ask. And then one day, it's just like, I worked up the courage to ask. And lo and behold, she was like, sure. What like, compelled you? Mm -hmm. Love your mama. Yeah. Oh, Here yeah, you are, young, absolutely. right? Yep. And you're saying, I have this gospel. I truly believe it to be yeah. the most important thing. But what does that look like to go to a matriarch and say, I think there's some gaps in yeah. here. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so what compelled you to be like, I, I really, I really gotta say, I gotta ask her, even if she, she grabs yeah, yeah. me. So, uh, <laughs> even if I get sent to the room that I don't right. even pay rent at. 
With the Tupac up. They can, yep, with the Tupac up. Yeah. Y'all got to, we got to do a tour of, because yeah. uh, the room looks the same. It's still the same. The whole yeah. house is she like. She said, I'm not changing this. My baby lived here. <laughs> she takes me to the room every time. You know, Eric used to sleep right here. <laughs> I'm like, oh, and you still have his baby pictures. That's, that's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Still there. Your mama loves you. But yeah, what compelled you? Yeah, so I'll say this. Let me go back a little bit. So let's see. I became a Christian in probably in like 2011. Okay. 2012 or something like that. It was in between that year. But so in 2010, my dad passed away. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm the only child. It was just me, my mom, and my dad for the longest time. Mm-hmm. So, like, when he passed away, he passed away really suddenly. Like, we wasn't expecting it, mm-hmm. wasn't sick. And it was just like, just like that. So, it was just like after that, you know, then like a year or two later, I become a Christian. And it's just like, all right, life is really not promised. Like, we see that just happened to my dad. Yeah. Like, I got to share this with my mom. If she's not a Christian, mm-hmm. which I didn't think she was, I'm like, I got to share this with her before. Like, I just don't know when that time yeah. is going to come. And it comes Just suddenly. the brevity of life, yeah. right? Yeah. But so before my father passed away, I really didn't understand, like, how short life really is. Mm-hmm. Like, I've lost people before. Of course. Growing it up. It kind of feels like it's a normal reality. Yeah, but it was just like... All right, this is a parent. This is somebody really close. And it was the way he died, just like just like that. Yeah. Like, I just saw him one day, and then the very next day, he's gone. Mm. So it was just like, man, I, I got to I gotta follow through with this and, and share this this good yeah. news with if my mom. If it's true. Yeah, if it's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep, yeah. Which it is. Which it is. Or else I would not be here right now. Right, 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 right. We'd be yeah. in a lot of other places and a lot of other contexts. Right. So, uh, you know, one common misconception is like, oh, the gospel is for them folks over there, right? Right, right. But it's yeah. for every That's zip right. code, right? Yeah, yeah. And so obviously right. we're focusing on being in an inner city context. So we hear, we're saying yeah. the gospel is good. But what's encouraging hearing your story is like, no, there's not... Um, a, a racial status that That's says right. I can hear this gospel. Like we are yeah. in need of it. Yep. And I would not have been participating had it not been the truth That's right. of God's word. And so that's good. And then the feeling compelled of like, if it is true and it is, yeah. um, and the brevity of life was real, yeah. then what am I going to do with that, with the people around me? And so that's right. I know Joe's been going through Romans 10 during mm-hmm. church. And, uh, you know, last week he was mentioning, you know, you know, those who don't hear, yeah, the gospel don't get a chance to respond. That's to right. It. And yeah. we actually are heralders, heralders, right. yeah, right. of the truth. That's such a weird word. <laughs> you know, when you get saved and you use words you like don't you? I'm like, who am That's I? Right. <laughs> heralders. Um, but yeah, and it, and it's sweet too to hear that it wasn't just like the passion of being newly saved, but then yeah, yeah. you being like compelled that this yeah. is the gospel. Yeah. And that's the same com- compulsion that, that, that Paul talks about, that yeah. same compulsion where he's like, I have to preach the gospel. Like, this that's right. Woe is me if I don't. Right, right. I, Lord, you about to quote a Lecrae song? <laughs> I feel like we're going really, taking it way back, way back. Right. But no, so from that, you said, Ma, let's do Bible study. And so again, I want to yeah. highlight, like last week we <clears throat> talked about it doesn't always need to be some complicated, convoluted way. Nope. You just said, right. less. I don't believe based on your fruit, based on what you yeah. said, based on what your life looks like. If you truly want to be saved, this you're not you're yeah. not pursuing it, and it's not um, prideful to say I want to show because yeah. yeah. it can sound like exactly. you don't know. Yeah, but it's actually a love to to do that. So you yep. said, Mom, let's do a Bible study. What happens then? And she said yes because you know, like I said, I thought. Like she was just gonna be like, well, no, I don't want to do that. Yeah. But she she said yes, and then it was just like, all right, 
what do I teach? Like, I don't, all right, because this is like my first time. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, like doing this. So then um, I think uh, I talked to Joel. And um, he told me about like the whole like uh, the Christianity explaining yeah. like curriculum, which we brought up was a really yeah, which is really way. helpful, yeah, yeah, really helpful, nice way to walk through the Gospel of Mark. Mm-hmm. And um, we did it just like step by step. Yeah. Now I'll tell you this. So I remember the first couple studies. It was one particular study where I told I think I was telling my mother um, that you know like. We're all sinners, mm-hmm. like you know, we're, we're not good. And I remember one conversation we had, like right after that, she was offended. Like I remember, I think I was driving her to work. I had to hold her car. Lord, you something. did that in person? I'm t- yeah, we were like driving to work. I was dropping. I her mean, off. you should do it in person if you can. That's just being fearful. I remember, like, <laughs> she was very offended. She was just like, "What do you mean? Like, I'm not good?" And and it was so. At that point. I was kind of faced with like a, kind of like I was at like a crossroads. I'm oh, like, oh yeah. Right, do I please do we keep man? going? Yeah, like do we keep going? Do I kind of like all right soften this a little bit, or do I just keep giving her the truth? And you know, like through prayer and stuff, like we just kept walking through it, and to see her eyes like mm. open up and accept that reality, like man, like I'm really bad, like I'm I'm a sinner. Yeah. And because before she just thought, well, you know, like um, I do good. I, I go to work, take care of my family, mm-hmm. all of that stuff. I do all these good deeds. Yeah. Like, why is that not enough? And I remember her just like just slowly accepting the fact, like, mm. oh wow, like, this is this applies to me. Wow, as well. Kind of like the same moment that I had when CJ yeah. was sharing with me. It beckons yeah. a response. Yeah. Yep. And so, what was that like? Just seeing uh, the Lord reward um, that. You know, and not yeah. that you like everyone you share that we can't control the response. Yeah, yeah, of course. But it is really encouraging to see um the crazy aspects of the gospel. Like yeah. Joel talked about uh on um Sunday, what well, was encouraging to hear, but mm-hmm. also scary. It's like you can shock people with the awe of the gospel. It really oh, yeah. is yeah. foolishness to those no, who are real. perishing. And That's so right. we do pursue people in simple ways, but the truth that we say is insane. Yeah. Unless God right. has given you ears. So again, it, I don't want to make it seem like, okay, for people who are on their various min- mission fields, like, yeah. oh, the Lord's not rewarding me with fruit because, you know, of the, no. But yeah. it is sweet to see someone respond. That's so, right. Yeah, Saul yeah. kind of like scales fall from her eyes. She's right. like enlightened with the yeah. truth of the gospel. And then yeah. what happens next? Man, it was, it was so amazing. So my mom, like before she became a Christian, Never really picked up a book at all. I mean, I would at not all. have known that. No, have we we walked through holiness by R.C. Sproul together? I'm telling, like, look, That's before crazy. she became a Christian, my mom never used to read at all. So it was like, man, when the when her eyes open up, you know, she becomes a Christian. She believes. It was just like to see her like excited about reading the Bible. Which like. Before then, it was just like, she never really did that. Now, my father, he would, but my mom was just like, no, she would sit right in front of the TV, watch her sports, big sports sports. fan, in the stories. Yeah, she does. She don't want you talking to her games either. (laughs) It's the gospel that she loves me, because I don't know how to follow (laughs) stuff, and she's like, no, I actually like want to watch this game. So to like see (laughs) her excited about like reading the Bible... 
we were meeting like once a week and she would just like she would come to me after church like look i done read such and such uh chapters four through eight oh, she would just like just to see her excited about yeah. something other than sports i'm just like man like this is this thing really works it changes like, your yeah. life so to watch her like transform before my eyes was just like okay what a privilege is, good Right, and we're not always given the opportunity to always see the fruit, but it is, yeah, it yeah. is again, it's encouraging. And, you know, we ran into CJ mm-hmm. um, in an elevator. That's right. Like a couple of weeks ago. That's it right. might mean a couple months ago. I have no concept <laughs> of time. We ran into couple CJ months. in an elevator. Yeah. And uh, you, we were just sharing like, hey, do you know that you are literally one of the most um, pivotal, like human characters in the thread of redemption for Eric? <laughs> and he's like, nah. Humble guy. Isn't that crazy? Yep. He's like, wait, really? And we're like, yeah, yeah like he, <laughs> hear I the gospel there. through your just faithful, simple proclamation. And so again, it's, it's like in sharing this, it's extraordinary. It's so yeah. dope to hear, but it's also ordinary in the way that we can really pursue people. That's just That's open right. up his home every Friday. Yep. Every right? Friday. Yeah. yeah. I'm telling you. It's just like being intentional about a walk outside your door. My wife you know? was upset that I was spending so much time. Like, what you doing over, over there at CJ's? Fridays. You yep. playing video games? You're like, I'm not. And that's what we used to do growing up. Me and <laughs> would always play video You're games. You're like together. the gospel. Yeah. That yeah. reminds me, I mean, you did it in a redeeming way. I remember when I first got saved, um, I was so gripped. I skipped my classes. I mean, my tendency was to skip my classes before. So let's just like walk in light. You was hooking classes stuff? Bro, I, I, yeah, I was smart, but. If I felt like I was like five minutes late for a class, yeah, I wouldn't go. Um, and if I was stressed out about something, I wouldn't yeah. go. So, I mean, I almost failed because I've skipped so many classes. The Lord has been very kind. Um, but I will say, uh, you know, and again, this takes discipleship. You shouldn't yeah. skip your classes. But I'm just saying, <laughs> the eagerness of like reading, I remember I yeah. started in Romans. Right. And I was like, it's 10 o'clock, but like I can't go anywhere. Yeah, that's um, right. I can't, I can't leave. Mm-hmm. Now God would say I should steward that time. <laughs> uh, and I only did that for a season before. I was like, I think God wants me to show up to these classes I'm paying yeah. for. But I, was, I really was gripped. And I think the reality is staring at how lost I was in my sin. I That's just right. didn't want to like get up before I read the next thing. That's right. And obviously in our, our um, spiritual lives, they ebb and flow. Mm-hmm. Um, but That's I think right. evangelism keeps us... Abiding yeah. and keeps us joyful. That's right. You know? Yeah. Um, so it's just like an encouragement to listeners to be like, you know, a cousin just thought, I care about just yeah. being available. He didn't even know, like, Eric would come to know the Lord as a yeah. result of this. Yeah. Just faithful. Right. Yeah. So who who shared it with you? Oh, man. I I know there's a bunch of people that shared it with me that I had no ears to hear. Yeah. <laughs> um, so sorry to y'all, but thank you for contributing. But, but that's good. So like you said. Yeah. I was like in, everybody, some people are going to reject it. Oh, yeah. So right? I, yeah. I was, I mean, I grew up with Christian parents who I had seen their lives change. So I yeah. knew God was real, but I mm-hmm. thought like, you know, kids are like a better reflection of their parents. So yeah. like if they just got saved in their teens, right. you know, early adulthoods, and I've got to just be born out the womb saved, right. which is scripturally right. wrong. <laughs> My mother is birthing. <laughs> I'm like, I did not read Psalm 139. But, um, so I just remember, though, as I'm asking you the question, I was like, wait. So I was at a, a graduation party. I guess, let me, let me share it. So heard the gospel, probably at least seen the gospel, lived out, heard it, 
probably 17 years of my life. I can, yeah, I, yeah. I'm pretty sure I heard it in church at least at some point. Um, yeah, I'll shrug. Yeah, yeah. I heard it to, from somebody, mm-hmm. <laughs> somebody. And my parents had been imitating a life that looked like it was That's fruit. Right. Um, so I'm grateful for that. And they yeah. weren't perfect. So it just made sense. Like the gospel none really of us made are. sense. That's right. But it didn't. It just boosted my pride. And I would say I was at a graduation party and uh, this random lady that knew my best friend sat yeah. down and she was like, oh, like, I remember she's the first one that shared the gospel with me, but I responded to her in pride like, oh, I already know all this stuff. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and she was like, oh, okay. And she knew. Yeah, yeah. She looked at me like, okay, well, when you get to college, like, you need to check out this club yeah, yeah. Um, and find some Christians. But yeah, I yeah. think she knew, like, right. I was answering, like, the perfect answers. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I, I, I would go on to think I was um, Christian, especially because when people would ask me um, why I was saved, one, no one asked me yeah. that question. That's right. Until I got to, like, college and I was, like, joining a Christian club. Like, oh, tell me your testimony. Yeah, Which yeah. wasn't even asking, like, you know, that's a good right. intro. But yeah, yeah. Um, no one had asked me. So yeah, yeah. it's like... You know, Joel brings this up a lot in Christianity Explained, but he also brought it up in the Roman series of just saying, like, you do well to tell somebody based on your life, like what you're saying, like, you're not a believer. No one had ever told me I wasn't a believer or how to be saved. They just were like, maybe you're in the right family for it. Um, And so she did. She did, and I still, I responded in pride. I was just yeah. like, that doesn't sound like me. Yeah. Like, I'm a good kid. I'm not going to have sex. I'm not going to do drugs. Yeah. I'll be fine. Um, right. And so get to college, uh, a, a Bible study leader asked, like, why are you saved? I name all the hours that my parents had me in this mm. Haitian church yeah, yeah. at church every day. Right. And I had no mention of Christ and yeah. no mention of his forgiveness, yeah. no mention of desiring to be with him and no mention That's of his right. holiness. And I honestly think, um, so, you know, I heard the gospel through a pastor at a like campus crusade retreat. Yeah, yeah. And that's the first time that I had uh, ever felt like I was guilty. And I believed it and yeah. I looked at it and it was very plain to me. Yeah. And so I guess my conversion story came by like maybe people had deposited the gospel yeah. into my life. That's right. But I really was pretty prideful. And I yeah. thought, I know who you are and right. your life's jacked up. Yeah, so yeah. you don't get to tell me that's right. that I'm a sinner. Like you can't, you know, honestly, I, we, we make fun of those like only God can judge. You know, we think that that is like yeah. some dude on the street. Right. But it was me. That's right. That's right. You can't judge me. <laughs> I know your secrets. Yep. And my dad was a deacon, so unfortunately, oh, I knew yeah. the secrets. I was like, Lord. And my dad didn't gossip, but he did really well to stay away from it. Yeah. And because I was a sinner, I was trying to draw into it. And That's so right. uh, he'd always try to dead conversations. He'd be like, you need to talk to this person. So I'd, I'd see a different way to live, but I wasn't drawn to it. So right. all that to say, the preacher just went through, you know, the Ray Comfort. Yep, yep. You know, have you ever did this? And I was, I was floored in my in the weight of my sin and I yeah. was hopeless. That's the first time I had, I'd struggled with depression all growing up, but this yeah. was the first time I was like, I'm about to die hopeless. Like if yeah. you don't save me, I'm going to die. That's right. Wash me savior. Or I'm like, that's literally right. I, let, that's right. there's no point of living. And so then at yeah. that point, um, yeah, that pastor just, I mean, he was just being faithful. Um, didn't know me. Uh, so, you know, I don't want to, what this points to is the beauty of having people sit underneath right. a local church. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's more my story. I yeah. sat underneath a local church, and although I, I didn't know anything about my church 
uh, ecclesiology or what it meant to be a faithful member for a mm-hmm. long time. Yeah. Uh, it was by the simple preaching of God's word that confronted right. me. And at that point, I remember I was just like, who is this guy? Who is Jesus? <laughs> Which to know that I was yeah. asking that after coming from 17 years of right. faithfully being at church four days a week, I, I didn't was. even yeah. know who he was. Yeah. So that, you know, I obviously am not from Baltimore. I say that right. because I, I don't have a cool accent. Um, but, you know, some people are like, uh, it's unreached in the sense that people think they know of Jesus, but they don't oh, know who he is. Exactly. I yep. didn't know anything about him. Yeah. Literally, this dude's telling me this guy, yeah. there is someone that, that gave up his life for us. You know, I had always thought of God as a tyrant, uh, just somebody who took things away. So real quick. Yeah. I fresh in my mind. Tell me. My, I remember like... Um, when I was walking through Mark with my mom. Yeah. And she said something similar to that. So, you know, like, as a kid growing up, my grandmother would, like, make them, like, go to church, yeah. Sunday school, stuff like that. And even, like, um, when I was growing up, we would, like, go to church sometimes. Yeah. But not, we wasn't, like, consistent with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I remember doing that study, my mom saying, like, I just... I never knew that Jesus did all of this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Who like, was he? Yeah, she was just like, I just didn't know that he he did all of this for me. Yeah. I remember that, yep. Yeah. Yep. So I joined all the humanitarian <laughs> clubs. I'm like, Jesus was a servant. Yep. Um, I took Philippians 2 and quoted it. I had Hebrews 11.1 on a cute sure. wall in my dorm, <laughs> but I didn't know Jesus. Yeah, yeah. And sure. um, if it wasn't the faithfulness of God just underneath, yeah. just faithful preaching one time, you know, sure. I don't even know that dude. Um, anymore just because he was like visiting the church um, uh, I would not I mean God would have had hopefully had me hear the gospel in a different way but it was through the preaching and I was astounded I was just like I want right. to know who this guy is I want to know who Jesus is and right. I, will he take me? Like, yeah, right. Does me? he want me? Because <laughs> um, I'm pretty right. screwed up so that really changed I, I would yeah. say I got to campus after that weekend And it was instantaneous for me. I started witnessing and sharing the gospel. There wasn't a lot of Christians on my campus. I didn't. So this is like freshman year. This is freshman year. He saved me right before sketchiness in Miami. What was you eighteen, nineteen? Yeah, I was like seventeen. Um, and uh, oh, I guess I was eighteen because it was like September. Um, yep, saved me quick and. Um, I remember I was dating somebody at the time and he was like, you're so different. Like, you're so different. And I was like, what are you talking about? I went went away for a weekend (laughs) to the beach. Like I'm tan, which whatever. But I think I just was like compelled and every other decision would go for that. And then I think from the local church, I desired a relationship with older women from that point in time. And I, I sought for it. Uh, the lady that did share the gospel with me mm-hmm. that I was prideful at the party told me like, yeah. find an older woman. Right. So the Lord did allow me to hear something from what she shared. And I don't even know her name. I couldn't tell you what her face looks like. She just sat next to me at this party and was like, do you know Jesus? And I was like, yeah, we're like friends. <laughs> and she just kept prodding, but then yeah. she like let it go. So um, the Lord will crowns for her for, hey. uh, you know, That's seeing right. through that. But uh, yeah, then I would, I would go on and, and you know, be part of local church and then I think the church raised me I mean yeah, that's yeah. how it's been and right. so I know like uh you know we want to talk about our next episode what, what's the what's this church's response that's right to how we think through evangelism so we that's get right. to do our personal evangelism and yeah. that should go on that's right but what continued that was sitting underneath the local exactly. church yep. and um I love that as you even shared the gospel with your mom and she would come to know the Lord the step was like well 
you you're, talk let's gather to the exclusive. Yeah. Like right. you are, this is your, this is your family. That's right. And so uh, it's just sweet to see how he has personal stories for each and every one of us, and yeah. he gives us the opportunity to play a part in that story. Right. Either to be like, man, if I ever see when I see that lady in heaven, I'll be That's able. Right. To, yeah. Hopefully, I don't know everything that goes down yeah. in heaven, but I know I'll be able to be like, man, I was bonehead, and you were so kind in your proclamation. Yeah. Uh, to me um, and she wasn't she wasn't rude like you are so dumb like you do not yeah, believe right. and she just was like you need to get plugged in this that's right <laughs> find an older woman um, and so right. anyway we'll talk about yeah just a corporate response and yeah. we get to do that together right so that's right. instead of being uh, people that throw a million pebbles right that's we right. get to throw a huge that's right. boulder to damage the kingdom of Satan that's I like it. the way that sounds sounds like someone wise said it <laughs> Anyway, we didn't even talk about Joel not being here today. You know what, man? I'm bad. He wasn't even here. We've been quoting Roman series. I, I thought that's he was right. here. He was in here in spirit. He, he was, was here in spirit. spirit. But right. like, just good to, to recount the gospel to ourselves, right? That's right. Just remember, man, he saved a wretched sinner like me. He did. Yeah. That's right. And he's still doing. He's, he's, he's still. It's saved. in process. That's right. Semper right. reformanda. Does that mean always reforming? <laughs> that probably means like the movement. But I'm just gonna use it for this context. <laughs> but no. Uh, yeah. So I. I it's good to, to to see that this can be done yeah. on your block with your That's neighbor, right. with your mama. Don't on forget job, that. Listen, everywhere. you doing another rap song. <laughs> so that's that's what it is. The gospel is is a good thing and it's good news because it makes a man happy. It makes us happy. It does. Man. That's right. Thanks for listening to the Stoop Sessions. Be sure to catch us next time. As One Hope exists to build healthy churches in the inner city, check us out and connect at www.onehope.gives.